Hey, and welcome back to the Lustcast, episode two, guys. Uh, today, um, we're not going to be as serious as we were last episode. I kind of really got into it, and I started ranting. And I really hope you guys can forgive me about that, but today, today's going to be a little different. Today, we're going to have some fun. And as you guys can tell, I am sick out of my mind. Quick warning before I start, these is just what I say. I'm not editing any of what I say, and everything I say will be put in unless I decide I don't want it in. So, just enjoy, and let's go episode two, baby. So, I have decided to make a decision. Since the last episode was a serious episode, I'd like this one to be a fun, like, talk about random stuff one. Um... What I plan on doing in the future is, so every other one is going to be serious, talking about serious stuff, about like how to help yourself in high school, and the rest of it's just going to be funny stories and stuff I can think of on the spot. So, let's just get to the fun part. So, today we're just going to start off talking about something I learned new. Um, I actually didn't know officially about this until just recently, uh, as recently as basically the last week. Uh, there is a Beetlejuice musical and i think it's amazing it's basically what i'm into at the moment and hey let me let me okay so previously i hadn't been super into hamilton like you've got no idea how into hamilton i was i <laughs> i had loved every single bit about it and i always thought it was a great show and i love every single song Except for some, I have my preferences, because everyone can have their preferences. But it was an amazing thing, and I loved it. And I thought, nothing's ever going to top this. But then guess what, guys? I found Beetlejuice. So, if you don't know what Beetlejuice is, let me give you a quick reminder. So, Beetlejuice is... Here's the basic plot and the premise. So, the basic plot and the premise of Beetlejuice is... um. Well, this is the original movie, uh, the nineteen uh, like eighty six version. I don't know. I could look, go look it up here in a second if I really wanted to. Um, but the good part about it is, um, so what it is is a a, a perp a couple. <laughs> they um they die together and then they can't leave their house because they're stuck in binders of their house, and um, people move in and they don't want to be moved in and yada 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 stuff happens. Uh, there's a suicide person, doesn't like the family, wants them to move out, wants to move out, wants to be gone, yada, yada, yada. I'm, I'm skipping over massive plot details, I know, because I don't fully know the entire plot of the damn thing. Ah. Uh, but anyways, it's, it's funny. And I do recommend it. Um, it's very, very good. It's not kid-friendly. It's very much not kid-friendly. It's got some swear words. It's got quite a few swear words, um, which I'll not be saying on here because I'd like to keep this okay. So in case um, anyone wants to sponsor me in the future, even though I don't have a credit card, because, you know, your boy's only 15. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think I found my new Hamilton. It's so good. Uh, favorite song already is Say My Name. Just because I, lo I love Beetlejuice. I love the character behind him. Um, I'm not sure fully what his name is, but I can look it up real quick. It's the guy who plays Beetlejuice in the actual thing. I have to find out his name. 
Uh, he did a phenomenal job, I have to say. Uh, and his name is Alex Brightman. He did such a good job with it, and I think it's phenomenal how well he did. And I just love the actual voices, like the, uh, the, the it's his Beetlejuice voice. Uh, you gotta have a New Yorker, but you gotta have that raspy voice. <laughs> and that's just gonna sound awful in recording, but he has the, he has a perfect voice for it. Just like, I can't exactly tell you my name because I'm not allowed to say it, you know. You're gonna tell your friends and then your the friends are gonna tell their friends and the, the people are gonna call me all the time. It's actually, I think that's an actual quote from the original movie, if I can remember right. But yeah, he does an amazing job. And I'd have to say, the actress who plays Lydia, I think, yeah, Lydia, uh, Sofia Anna Caruso, she did a lovely job. Her voice is perfect, and the way she portrays the emo goth character, it's whew, magnificent. Uh, she did an amazing job. Um... Uh, I'm geeking out over I'm geeking out over Broadway, uh, but it's it's really good. Um, and another uh, another one I think you guys no another topic. Um, what am I saying? None of this is getting edited out, so everything I say you guys are gonna hear. I did preface this before. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing, and I really do think you guys should go check it out. Um, I do plan on, uh, possibly doing some, like, voice stuff in the future. As last, as I did last time, I, uh, did the, the Jabberwocky thing. Um, I don't plan on doing stuff like that every single episode. That's just not something I think I can do because I don't know if I have enough I can actually put into it, like, short stories. But maybe I could do like um, I could do songs and stuff like that. Uh, if I can find the if I can find the background music, I'll download it, uh, put it in, and then I'll use it as a background music and then sing for you guys. Yes, my lovely voice singing. Uh, but honestly, just go check out Beetlejuice. It's really good. Um, oh jeez, I got startled for a second, but it's it's really good. I'm telling you. He, uh, Alex Brightman, just, just, just him in general. He is such a phenomenal singer. Um, the weirdest part is that he has to sing in that every single time he does it. Uh, every single time he does the, um, he does a showing of it, he has to do the raspy voice. And that, that has to kill his voice. I'm gonna say it now, it has to kill it. Um, yeah, it, it's so good, guys. I really do recommend you guys check it out. Um, actually, I'm gonna, I think we could take this and segue into another topic. Yes, I'm doing really good things here. I'm being fluent in my podcasting ways. <laughs> it sounds like such an idiot. Anyways, um, uh, let's, I can segue this in. I am a singer, if you guys didn't know this already. I think I did tell you this, um, I do sing in choir, uh, we're singing, like, a few songs, I'm not gonna give it away, because then I might give away where I am, and some people might be listening to this that know me, and I probably shouldn't say this, it'll get in trouble, so I'm not going to, but I'm in choir, I'm also in band, um, if you wanna, if you really wanna know what I'm doing in band, uh, you can hop over to my Twitter, I'll probably be posting, uh, what it is over there, but also, you can look up the, um, my actual thing. It's, uh, 
the Motown. Um, that's that's the uh, thing we're playing this year. It's our theme for a marching band. Uh, yes, I do marching band. I know. Fascinating that a fat guy can do marching band. I'm actually pretty good at it. I can march pretty well. Hari ha ha. I know. It's unbelievable, right? And I, I, what am I, what was I going to say? Yeah, I play clarinet. And, um, from a segue, I think that we should do more musical stuff in marching band. Well, like musicals. So, I really don't think we should be, like, ripping off stuff. So, last year we did Elvis. And that, I don't think that was a good idea. I don't think we should be taking people's work and already doing it. I think we should... Make our own, almost make our, not make our own stuff, but, like, turn something that isn't musical, musical. I'm ranting. <laughs> and you guys are coming along the journey with me. But I hope you guys know what I mean. Like, okay, so, they look just like Beetlejuice. Uh, they turned the movie into a musical. It wasn't originally musical. Anyone who's under the age of, like, 14 probably doesn't know that. You're probably sitting there like, oh my god, like, I'm gonna make all these animatics of it, and I'm gonna, like, ship all these different people from it. Okay. Yes. Let's not. Don't ruin this for me. This is one I don't want to be ruined, please. I mean, I've already seen animatics of it. It's only been out for a few months, and I've already seen animatics all over the fucking place. Oh, I just cost. Uh-oh. Oh, well. I'm not editing any of this out, so... Well, you get one word. <laughs> Anyways, um, I really do think that uh, people like to take over the um, stuff all the time. It's it's so annoying. And that also includes having um, people like come in. Okay, so another thing, a way to talk about this is people like ruin um, fandoms. It's just the people in the fandoms, they ruin it for people. So, let's take Thomas Sanders for, for a second. Anyone who's listening, if you like Thomas Sanders and you're a precious little snowflake, bye bye But, uh, I think anyone who believes in the shipping of, like, um, anxiety and, uh, I think romance? No. No, it's not romance. Princey. I know their names. It's Virgil, Princey, Roman, uh, Logan... Or, no, it's not Logan, is it? I think it is Logan. I don't know, it's the Sandersides. But you guys ship the Sandersides all together. You make them gay as hell. They're very gay already, yes. I agree with you. But you can't do these things to me. I enjoy this stuff. Don't ruin it, man. But, okay, so people do this with everything that I... Every fandom that I've been a part of, including Hamilton. They come in, they ship people, they make people do things that they would never do in real life. It's so annoying. It's just, people come in, it's like the fangirls, like the 12... The four, no, not even the 12 years, the 14-year-old girls. They do it with everything. They come in like, oh my god, you know what would be perfect if these two hooked up? And then just, like, the swarm of people just come in. It's like, yes, why didn't I think of this? You know what I mean? And we're back. Sorry. 
uh, I, there was a little rustling in my house, like a bump in the night, you know what I mean? It's like, ooh, ghost, but yeah, the 14-year-old girls, they come in, and they just put things together that don't belong. It's kind of like, well, some guys do it too, some gamer guys do it too, they come in and they make, um, they make bogus accusations like, oh my god, these two will be perfect together. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of the 14-year-old girls again. Uh, guys come in, they make dumb theories. Film theory, game theory. I'm not saying that you're bad. It's just, stop. You're overcomplicating things. I love you, but stop. No, I'm kidding. You do whatever you want, but... Go overcomplicating stuff like, oh, they said... Uh, so let's say, random game. I'm gonna make up a random game. Like, it's a dating simulator. No. It's an RPG simulator. RPG simulator? What is English today? <laughs> An RPG, um, where you're fighting chickens, um, he's like, well, you didn't swing this way, so maybe he's trying to be a pacifist. This game is all about pacifism. No, just play the game. And, okay, the funny story, um, I like to think of this, uh, the same way, um, there are multiple way people, like, on, um, on, uh, in, like, schools and stuff like that, they, um, they think that... <laughs> Teachers, yeah, it's English teachers is what I'm thinking of. They, um, they come in and they just, like, well, this, look at this. This word, it pops up so many times in the book. It must mean something. It has to mean something. It's got to be some symbolism. Uh, until I hear it from the person who wrote the book, I'm not going to take your word for it. I mean, you probably went to school for it and everything. I don't doubt that. But come on, really? It's whatever. But yeah, it's just the symbolism, and uh, guys, uh, guys do it um, for video games. But it's just still back comes back to the fourteen-year-old girls. Quit ruining fandoms for people, please. Just for the love of all that is holy, let something just not have to be shipped together. Uh huh. Anyways, um. I think it might be time for a our little break. I don't know what I'm going to do for this break, but I'm going to take a quick break from the recording, and I'm going to come up with an idea of what I think I should do. I might play some music, just some music, like do a short little music break, or I might do some more poetry, I might do another reading. I don't know. You're just coming along for the ride, but... I think it's that time again. I think it's time for our break. It is now time for our break. This time, it's going to be a longer one because I am going to be doing a really, really, really long short story. It is The Raven by uh, Edgar Allan Poe. It's, it's a long one, so I hope you guys stick with me. And let's do this. The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Once upon a midnight dream, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping on my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. 
I distinctly remember it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember throughout its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow, for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lamore, never nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of the purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This is it, and nothing more. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, and I, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping. So faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. And I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness, peering long, I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal had ever dared to dream before. But the silence was bro unbroken, and the stillness gave no token. And the only word was spoken was the wor whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered and echoed, murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber, turning all of my soul while within me burning. Soon again I hear the tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lettuce. Let me see then what threat is. And this mystery, mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment and this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter when the many a flirt and flutter, and then stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least of since made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord and lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon the bust of a palace just above my chamber door perched and sat, and nothing more. This ebony burned bowling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though the crest be shorn and shaven thou, I said, art thou no craven? Ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lord name is thy is on the night's platoon shore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marvel this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly. Though its answer little meaning, little revelancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being... Ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculpture bust above his chamber door, with such name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if a soul is that one word he did not outpour, nothing farther than he uttered, noth not a feather than he fluttered, till, uh, till I scarcely more than muttered, other than friends have flown by before, and morrow he will leave me as my hopes have flown before. And the bird said, 
nevermore. Startled as the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, and I say, said I, what is what it utters, its only stock in store, caught from some unhappy master whom unmercifully disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore to the dirgs of his hope and melancholy burden bore of never, nevermore. But the raven said, beguiling all of all my fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of the bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to the linking, fancy unto fancy thinking, what this ominous bird of yore, what what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no symbol, no syllable expressing to the fowl those fury eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining and the lamp lights gloated o'er. But those velvety violet lining with the lamp gle light glittered glore, she shall press ah nevermore. Then the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by Sephorum, whose footfalls tinkled on the tuft floor. Wretched, I cried, thou God hath lent thee, by the angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite the nymphy. From thy memories of Lenore, quaff, quaff, oh quaff this kind of nymphy, and forget this lost Lenore, quaff the raven, nevermore. Prophet, and I say, thing of evil prophets, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether temptest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all abundance on this desert land enchanted, on his home by horror haunted, tell me, I truly, I implore. Is there, is there bomb in Gilad? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, did I say, pr thing of evil prophets, still, if bird or devil, by the heaven that bends above us, by the god we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden within the distance, Eden. It shall clasp a saint madden, whom the angels name Lamor. Clasp a rare radiant maiden, whom the angels name Lamor. Quoth the raven, nevermore. But the word of our sign of parting bird or fiend, I shrieked upstarting. I get back thee the tempest on the night's pl plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy shall hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door, take thy beak from out of my heart, and take thy form off my door, quoth the raven nevermore. And the raven never flitting, still is sitting, si still is sitting, on the pallet of the bust of the palace just above my chamber door, and his eyes having all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamp's light o'er streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from that shadow lies floating on the floor, shall be lifted nevermore. All right, and we are 
back. Thank you for listening to the break. I really hope you enjoyed that. It took me quite a while to do, so I hope you enjoyed it. And now let's get back to our regular schedule program. Alright, so I think uh, now that we're back, I should go into a different topic. Let's just go into the entire topic of video games. Alright, so <laughs> where do I even start? So let's just start where I started. With video games, for me, it really started... I'm going to have to say a long time ago when I got my first PlayStation 2, I believe, or like PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2, um, one or the other, and I just started falling in love with the games on there, and I just would always play just a whole bunch of them over and over and over again, even if I played it before, like even if I finished the game, I'd play it again and again and again, and I just, it felt so surreal, like it was real, and I love it so much. I think um, one of the uh, one of the first few games I ever played was a game called, if I can remember it right, I, uh, I always forget. It starts with like a G, I believe. Um, oh, it's it's Glover, Glover, yeah. Uh, it's a game of the PlayStation One. It came out a long time ago. Um, it was originally in like the Nintendo 64. Uh, it was on Windows, but it was also on PlayStation, and I played it on PlayStation. And I was so into that game, like I had beaten it a few times. And there was also one that's like, hold on, I'm gonna look it up on Google real quick while talking to you guys. Um, it was uh, it was like it was Bugs Bunny and the Tasmanian Devil or something like that. Uh. Time was it Time Busters? Yeah, it was. It was. It's Bugs Bunny and Taz Time Busters. Oh my God! I found it. Yeah, I used to play the heck out of this game. It was so fun. I loved it. Um, there was another one. I I tried to find it, but I don't think I'd be, ever be able to, because the that game, the other game, was so obscure. But this one is one I played all the time. Um. Basically, I don't remember the gist of it, but all I do, all I can remember from uh, Bugs Bunny and Taz Time Busters was that I would just, me and my brother would constantly just mess with each other all the time, because there was a way like you could like throw each other around and stuff like that. It had, it had those kind of physics, and so me and my brother would just constantly just do nothing but mess around while we were there, while we were playing the game. So, um. That's the, that's how it always went. And then, after a while, I did get into the um, PlayStation uh, Two. Um, so I played games like Guitar Hero and stuff like that. Uh, I played the original Guitar Hero. I don't think uh, we ever did um, the original like online version of PlayStation Two. Um, I don't think we ever did that kind of one. Or we did the online version of PlayStation 2. I think, yeah, I think they shut it down uh, a while back. Um, okay, so... PlayStation 2 online functional games. Yeah, you had to, um... You had to do that, all of that, and PlayStation... Wait, just PlayStation 2... What? <laughs> well, duh! <laughs> Alright guys, so listen, uh, I looked up like PlayStation, I was looking up PlayStation 2 stuff on Google, right? And one of the things um, uh, was, does PlayStation 2 have Netflix? 
Uh, it, it's awful. Wait. Oh no. Last month, Sony announced that the game servers would finally be abruptly shutting down in October. Warhawk isn't the only PS3 to sunset this month, and they. That twisted metal. Oh, it's not all games. Okay, okay, um, I was, I got really confused for a second because Google was saying that all uh, PlayStation 3 servers were shutting down, and that's like my childhood. I still play on my PlayStation 3 all the time. But yeah, so we did a PlayStation 2, and then my brother eventually got his PlayStation 3. And I fell in love. The Sony PlayStation 3, it's, um... If you don't know what it looks like, I do recommend going and looking it up because it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, sometimes it looks like, um, it looks like circular. There's like, I think there's multiple different versions of it. I think, yeah, there's a PlayStation 3, then there's like the PlayStation 3 Slim or it's like a PlayStation 3 Pro or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, but I believe, um, it did, uh, end up the PlayStation 3 stopped abruptly because of the, um, I think there was, like, a, a lawsuit against it, uh, yeah, there's, like, a super slim PlayStation, there's, a PlayStation 3 slim, there's just the PlayStation 3, there's all that kind of stuff, anyways, yeah, I saw my brother at the PlayStation 3, and, uh, fell in love with that thing, so, one of the few games, uh, I did grow up playing was, um, was one of the Call of Duties, it was Call of Duties Black Ops 1. If I can find it, I'll tell you guys more about it. I'm um, so... Uh, yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops. Well, Black Ops 1, but it's just Call of Duty Black Ops. Um, it was a very fun game. It's, uh, if you don't know what it is, I don't know what happened. Uh, are you living in like a... Are you living in a parallel world? Actually, surprisingly, the game was also on the Wii... Which does not make sense to me. It was also on the Nintendo DS. Of course, it was on um, 362. It was also on PC. But I grew up with that game. And when uh, we found out they were making a Call of Duty Black Ops. Ooh, sorry about that. Oof. Call of Duty Black Ops 2. We lost our minds. We thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool. And then it came out, and yeah, it blew me away. I'm going to be flat out honest. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 blew my mind as a kid. Because um, when we, my brother pre-ordered Black Ops 2, and when it came, uh, he started playing the um, actual missions. Uh, well, he started playing the campaign, and it looked so fun. And then he kept playing, like, the online mode, and I always thought, okay, funny story. Um... When I was a kid, I always thought uh, he had, like, the best, um, he was like, the best game player in all of existence. I thought he, no one could ever beat him, and he was the best. I was very much wrong. <laughs> he was actually, later on, I grew to be really good at this game. Um, I was really good at Black Ops 2. I still am really good at Black Ops 2. I'm phenomenal. But, um, I really think they should just completely remaster the game. Because it's such a good game. But then, you know, Black Ops 3 came out. I didn't really do much with Black Ops 3 or Black Ops 4. 
Uh, I did do Black Ops Zombies. Of course I did, because what kid didn't play Black Ops Zombies? And I did have, on PlayStation 3, I did have one of those, like, the small mics that you would put in your ear, you know, like... It's like the ones that businessmen use now, business guys use nowadays, like the ones you put in your ears, like it was black, but mine was pink. Yeah, you heard me. Mine was pink. But that's another story. Uh, I did, um, we did have a family console, uh, I'm pretty sure you all know it. We had a Wii. Wait, that's the... Okay, that was the Nintendo, um, uh, that was Wii Sports. I'm an idiot. Anyways, uh, yeah, we also had a Nintendo Wii, um, we had that as a family thing. I believe we, uh, randomly got it for Christmas. Yeah, me and my brother got, uh, the Wii for Christmas, technically, and we all set it up. We all made our own Miis. Uh, but then I got really mad at my brother one day, so I threatened to, to, to erase this me. Uh, cause th- these me's had like a lot, we had a lot to do with them. Like we were seriously, um, we had a lot of attachment to these things cause it took us so long to make them. And then my brother actually just went and deleted mine. Yeah, he did it. What a mad lad. I know, right? What a mad lad. But anyways, I digress. Um, yeah, we had the Wii and that was fun. Didn't live very long, but we still had the PlayStation 3s. Uh, eventually I'm buying a PlayStation 5 if it ever comes out. Uh, I hope it does, but, yeah. That's literally my gaming life in a nutshell. I did do some PC gaming. I, personally, uh, I, it's fun, yes. But I like the games you can play, like, I play CSGO. Yeah, I do play CSGO, I play Team Fortress 2. I played a few games of Siege, I played some Fortnite, obviously. Because, if you haven't played Fortnite, you should, okay. I don't like the game. Well, I don't like the popularity it gets it's a fun game if you're playing with friends yes it's fun but i don't get the popularity of it but anyways that that's a totally different topic um yeah so anyways um that's literally my gaming history in a nutshell i've been playing games since i was a kid and i still love playing games uh i was playing minecraft before i was doing this because you know minecraft came back oh and yeah, I forgot about this. So, uh, the, um, the Wii, right? Let's go back to that for a second. Uh, do you guys ever remember playing, like, GameCube games on the Wii? I, I can never remember that. Like, seriously, somebody, once this go, once this episode goes out, somebody tweet me, um, somebody at me, uh, did they ever, did you guys ever, um, put, like, uh, Put like the the oh god the um the the GameCube controllers into the Wii. Do you guys ever do that? Cause we used to do that all the time when playing when playing Brawl and stuff like that. Uh, we also I think we had like a melee on uh we had melee on our thing for some reason. Hold on, let me let me look that up real quick. Um uh yeah Smash melee. I don't know my Smash. I don't really play it. I want. I don't. I think it was on. Um, yeah, we had it for the Wii. Well, we had it for the Wii, but technically we had it also for the. Um, yeah, we had a. We had that for the Wii, but we also well, we had it for GameCube, but we also played it on. Uh, yeah, we played it on the the Wii. 
and we use our controllers and all that. You guys know what you guys already know that stuff. But anyways, that's my gaming nutshell in history. And okay, I'm gonna have to say I'm not like the typical oh you're a gamer you like play games all the time and you waste your life. No, I have friends. I have a, I go out and I do things. But gaming is like a big part of my history. If I hadn't if I didn't play games when I was a kid. I probably would be a shy introvert and I wouldn't talk to anybody. Gaming has just, has really changed my life. And if you're young and you're watching this for some weird reason, if you're really young and you're watching this, why are you here? But if you're young and you're watching this and you don't play video games, come on, man, get on that. Because they're so, so, so fun. But anyways, I think it's time to do the outro because this episode is really long it's late it's almost midnight i'm tired and i think i want to go to bed so let's go to the outro thank you all for watching the second episode of the lust podcast i've been your host elijah thank you for joining me on this wonderful excursion of ranting so on the outro well today's outro i'm gonna tell you guys um about what I plan on doing in the future and, um, well, the future of this podcast. Uh, I plan on, like I said before earlier, I plan on doing a serious podcast every other one and I'm going to be releasing one each week. So I did one the first week and I did one a week later and I'm going to do one a week after this. And I think that's just going to be my schedule. And if you guys don't like that, you're going to have to work with me on this one. But this is how I'm going to do it. And, um, next podcast, it will be more about more serious topics. Uh, I would like to get into the topic of, like, skipping. Um, yeah, like, skipping and stuff like that. Uh, and then I'd also like to get into the topic of failing classes. But let's wait to the next top. Let's wait to the next episode. So, yeah. Again, the, um, I've got big plans for this, but every other one is going to be, um, it's going to switch between serious and joking. Today's, um, what I'm going to like to call the rant, where I just go on ranting topics, like talking about video games. Well, this one, I was talking about video games and Broadway and music and stuff like that. But again, thank you. And thank you for enjoying the second episode. Uh, that's my plan for the podcast. And I hope to see you guys again next week. All right. This has been Elijah signing off. I'll see you guys later. Quickly, before you guys do leave, I would like to um, plug my Twitter. Um, my Twitter, uh, it should be in my bio. Not my bio. It should be in my um, description already. But it's at, um, yeah, it's at the underscore real underscore lust. Come join me. Come talk to me. Let's hang out. Let's talk. Uh, and let's just chill. All right. Thank you guys, and I'll see you later.